Welcome to the Veritas Equipping Podcast, a podcast designed to provide insight, resources, and biblical wisdom. Our mission as Veritas Church is raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries, glorify God. Join us as we pursue Jesus to become mature disciples and effective disciple makers for God's glory. Veritas, welcome to our equipping podcast. We are starting a four part series on church planting and this is week one and I'm, we got a special guest with us i'm here with jordan howe what's who, up who is our uh church planter on can on deck You're ready to send him out uh, so we're excited about that and we're also here with uh ryan hill uh ryan has some history with us uh now working for the salt network but ryan for those that don't know you tell us a little bit about yourself about your family yeah, this morning as I was driving in um, across the bridge, across the river, um, just reminded of the just beautiful years that our family got to spend here in Cedar Rapids. And uh, yeah, our family got the the privilege to be a part of Veritas from very early as just a member uh, of the church and then got to to join Jake on staff in 2014 and be a part of just the early days of Veritas seeing it grow and become healthy and move into a building and a lot of great milestones. And so uh, I officially, for the record, love all the churches in the Salt Network as part of my job as the executive director. Who's your favorite? Uh, but there are, some, there are some that are a little closer to the heart and that may or may not be uh, this, this building, this place, this people. Ryan, Ryan was my first hire. And that was the church days where we just played a lot of ping pong. Uh, we played a lot we, of ping pong. We played pong. a lot of ping pong, a lot of putt-putt around the office. We did. Those were yeah. sweet Is days. that what the early church planning days look like? I think like? so. Sweet. It's in there. That'll be great. Yeah, it's in there. I need to work on my ping pong game then. <laughs> <laughs> you should. It's it's crucial in church planning. I don't know if we're going to get into yeah. that today. Jake, do you play any ping pong still? We don't. We, we've we digressed to this ring toss yeah. game where you just stand there. Like we're getting more and more unactive and athletic as we go. It used to be ping pong. We still play putt-putt around the office. Great. And indoor bocce. Yeah. It's like yeah. tossing beanbags. That was coming on right as I left, and that's a that's a good addition. So yeah. that's great. So speak into that. You left we're talking about church planting. You left to go be a part of a church plant. Yeah, it was, you know, we loved uh, being a part of this team and we had just bought, we always talk, we just bought the house that we wanted to live in the rest of our lives and loved being a part of, of what was happening here in Cedar Rapids. And we're presented with the opportunity to go be a part of a church plant. And the, as we prayed about it, studied, uh, especially about students and lost, lostness in Florida, the vision for seeing what God had beautifully done here, going to a place that didn't have very many ministries, especially reaching students, it just it became really compelling to us and got to be something that while our what we really wanted to emotionally, relationally stay here in a place that we loved and loved what God was doing, it just became compelling to the point that we had to go. And so, yeah, we've gotten to live this uh, experience personally and both the joys and the heart of it. There's there's a lot of both of those. And uh, but it's something that we've just delighted in seeing God do something new in a new place as well. And to see, man, what we've experienced here in Cedar Rapids, we got to experience elsewhere and seeing that go all yeah. over the country. And that church is still trucking along in Gainesville, Florida, doing well. Um, but what brought you back to Iowa? What's your role in the network and how do you spend your time? Yeah. So uh, a little over a year ago, um, we moved to Ames and joined the Salt Network staff team. The the Salt Network, it's uh, a family of churches on mission to help reach students and 
community people who are lost and to plant churches at major university centers all over the country. And the organization has been growing kind of slowly, steadily over the last uh, handful of years, but is getting to the place where it's uh, time to see it scale to a lot larger um, audience and impact. There's more and more churches like Veritas who are now at the place where we're saying, hey, we're big enough, old enough, mature enough, we're ready to start sending our own church planters. And so my role is to work with those churches in helping equip them and resource them to do that. Uh, our network doesn't plant churches, churches plant churches. And so uh, I get the opportunity to just serve our churches and help them as they recruit, train, send church planters to go to that next campus, to that next city, to reach those people who are far from Jesus. Yeah, that's we're excited to have you on this podcast. We're talking about church planting this is the first church plant that we're going to kind of drive. We've participated in kind of secondary ways of sending people or leaders to other church plants that other churches in our network were doing. But this is the first time for us as a church where we're saying, hey, this is our Veritas Cedar Rapids church plant. Uh, so we're excited about that. We're excited about Jordan, uh, just seeing his growth on our staff and getting to the point where we're we're sad to see him go because we love him and he's such a blessing to our church. Um, but we're excited for the work that God has in front of him and we're confident in, in the Lord's calling on his life. So this is, this is a really cool thing for us as a church. Um, but for week one of church planning, what is church planning? Let's start like really basic. Let's go Vince Lombardi. Like this is a football. Like what is church planting? I feel a little bit like junior high health class, like, Daddy, where do churches come from? Like, what what does church planning involve? Where, how does it work? What is it about? Yeah, I mean, I love Ryan that you said churches plant churches, and just this idea of when we have seen and experienced something as great as what God has done here in Cedar Rapids, that we would assume this blessing is not just for us, but like, who else? does this need to go to? And not just the good news of the gospel, but when we look at the Great Commission in Matthew 28, it's like, go therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. There is an implication that it's like, in order to go baptize and teach, there needs to be other gospel communities that they're baptized into and that they can be a part of to sit under sound teaching. And so just to say, what does it look like to literally start a brand new church in a new community for the sake of the gospel and God's glory? Yeah, I mean, in the church, we love agricultural metaphors. The Bible's full of them. Um, to the outside world, you know, use a word like church plant, and they look pretty confused because they're really not mm -hmm. sure what that means. And so <laughs> on a really practical basis, it is taking leaders and um, people from an existing congregation and them getting a vision for taking the beautiful ministry that God's done in that place and take it to a new place that doesn't have that or is underserved. There are, uh, I think we can have the assumption that there are lots of churches everywhere that can reach people. And uh, sadly, that's statistically not true. In our country and worldwide, there is a decline of the church and a decline of gospel preaching, Bible-believing churches. And so when we see a need elsewhere and respond to that need by going uh, on a really practical basis to go start something new. I, I think on a uh, another biblical note, you know, we pray often around our network at, at 1002 that, that God would raise up more laborers to send into the harvest. Jesus, you know, was looking out at crowds of people who were helpless and 
um, and scattered like sheep without a shepherd. And he, he looked at his disciples and said, hey, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would raise up laborers and send them into the harvest. Like that's the prayer that we pray. And so church planting is just a response to that and seeing God answer that prayer to take more laborers to a new harvest to go reach the lost people in that place. Yeah. I, I love that you had talked about before you guys were called to Gainesville feeling like, oh, maybe this is where we'll just mm-hmm. set up shop and live life forever. And Ellie and I were actually in the same place in Cedar Falls uh, before we even came to Cedar Rapids of like, May- maybe we'll buy a house in Hudson, Iowa and mm-hmm. live here forever. And I was reading through Genesis Bible reading plan at the time and um, kind of came to Genesis 11 and 12 together in my reading plan. And I was like, this, fe- my lifestyle, my plan seems a little Genesis 11 of like, let's just settle down, make a name for ourselves. Not necessarily, but like, let's just be comfortable. And when I came to Genesis 12 and the Lord's call to Abram, go, I instantly was convicted and was like, I think that might be for us. And I didn't know what that looked like, but it was just like, I don't know if I should build my life around just staying comfortable and what's in it for me, but being willing to say, oh, what's in it for the sake of the kingdom. And yeah, and I think the tension that exists, Jordan, is um, every person, every family should pray and be yeah. willing to go. But God's command to go may simply be like into their household. It could be across sure. the street. It could not everybody is is called by God to go somewhere else and and going somewhere else is not a more holy ambition than being faithful in one place. I even honestly as I interact with a lot of pastors and a lot of leaders, it is maybe even more difficult to stay faithful mm. to one place and one people for 15, 20, 30, 40 years. And so I, I think the posture that God wants all of us to have is a willingness to be on mission where we're at. And sometimes he encourages us and pushes us and calls us to to get up from where we're at and go somewhere else. Great. I hope we respond yeah. um, just like we would respond to be missional where we live and where we're at as well. For sure. Yeah. Well, my I love the agricultural analogies that you pointed out. This is prevalent in scripture. My wife is big into gardening, which means I know nothing about it. But she grows <clears throat> strawberries and there's a time where you dig up or kind of splice out to start a new plant. Um, and then that starts a new strawberry patch. That kind of imagery exists. Like you have an existing church, you kind of splice away some leaders that are qualified, you replant them somewhere else and it starts a new patch. It starts a new church. And that's what we want to do. Uh, it's, it's helpful to remind our listeners too, that we exist because of church planting, Mm. that, Cornerstone Church in Ames planted uh, Veritas Church in Iowa City, who then planted us in, here in Cedar Rapids. So uh, the ministries that you are enjoying is because somebody believed in church planting and some people answered a call to leave, to go, and to start a new work. And we want to be a part of that ongoing ministry to send out qualified leaders to start new works. And what you have enjoyed in Cedar Rapids, we hope and pray that others will enjoy in DeKalb because of our sending of Jordan. I mean, Jake, yeah. even your story, you know, you were doing great ministry in the Phoenix area, loving what God was doing. You were not chomping at the bit to go somewhere else. And yet the statistics and the call continue to be put in front of you that Cedar Rapids area is one of the least Bible-minded, most unreached places. And you responded to a call to say, okay, I'll go to that place 
to bring Bible teaching and gospel ministry into a place that it wasn't as prevalent and wasn't introduced. And so it's, I, I think it can be easy the longer we're uh, in a place and enjoy the fruit of a place to forget even the roots. So I appreciate you even bringing that up. That's that's the story here in Veritas. And, and we're eager to see that story go forward with Jordan to the next place and then the next place and the next place eventually. Yeah. I think it's worth saying on church planting, um, it's not maybe as beautiful uh, as we want it to be. Like it's messy <laughs> and it's hard. And I think I had a glamorized view for a really long time of like, oh, because I've seen friends go on church plants and you primarily see the stories on social media. I just, you know, man, that looks awesome. But now that I'm in a salt director role and I get to pick up the phone and talk with other salt directors and like hear them crying because mm-hmm. ministry's hard and there's people they miss, uh, just remind of John 12, you know, you talk about agricultural analogy. Truly, truly, I say to you, this John 12, 24, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. There is like a feeling of loss in, in a sense, death that Mm. can come in planting. Um, This idea of like, oh, the seed falling into the ground is dying but then it's bearing fruit of, yeah, it, it is hard, but Jesus's call to us is to lose our, lose our lives for his name's sake. So yeah. oftentimes churches are planted out of disagreement and frustration among leaders. And so, <laughs> you know, it's like a church plan. It's like, or, you know, you were just mad because you didn't get your way or the church wasn't the kind of church you wanted. So you went off. I, I would say for the majority of what we've gotten to see in our network, it is church planters going out and saying, God, if you would only do exactly what you did in the last place mm. I was, I would celebrate that and rejoice yeah. in that. Well, that that results in real tears being cried as you leave because part of you like would rather stay. I mean, I was I was actually just telling some friends a couple of days ago about your daughter Jake, your daughter Johnny reading us a letter as we left Veritas. Like those were a <laughs> lot of real tears that got mm. that got cried. She, because she tugs on those heartstrings. She does. She? She's good at that, um, and she can write okay too. Right, that's true. <laughs> Uh, but those are those are real tears. That was really hard and real grief to leave. But boy, that's what we want. We want For the sure. challenge to leave because of the beautiful thing that God has done. And that puts us in the most healthy place to go start a new work and say, God, would you just just do what you've already done? I don't need you to try to do something new because I'm angry at what I had. Just repeat, and we'd all yeah. celebrate and praise God. And those scary acts of faithfulness uh, on our part are where we experience God's faithfulness. Yeah. When we step out and we see that he... Uh, will build his church and he is with us and he never will leave or forsake us. Like until we take those adventures, sometimes we never know the depths of God's faithfulness. So church, we're excited about the church plant in front of us. And we're going to continue in the series to talk about this topic of church planting. Uh, We got why is church planting important that we'll discuss. Uh, who is church planning for, how do we participate, and then what's next for us as Veritas as well. So we hope you keep tuning in to these episodes. Love you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Veritas Equipping Podcast. If you have any questions you would like us to address or ideas on how we can serve you better, please reach out to us by email at info at veritaschurch.org and put podcast in the subject line.